excellence in sports entertainment. Pro wrestling talk from the four corners of parts unknown. This is That Wrestling Podcast. Welcome to That Wrestling Podcast. I am Jason Marchuka. Uh, Brian has chose to let down our listeners by not showing up this night, uh, this podcast recording. That is uh, two times in three weeks. And uh, while there is a uh, open door policy for him to return, we'll just have to wait and see when that is. Ironically, uh, I'm sure it has nothing to do with the NBA finals that are uh, happening as we are recording. Much like if you heard the double or nothing reaction video slash podcast that I did, that was actually Brian's idea. And then he backed out, which I'm sure had nothing to do with the Boston Celtics in the uh, game seven. So, uh, Brian, if you are listening, uh, fuck you for not being <laughs> here again. And um, Warriors in six. And this is not edited because that was mentioned a few times during the uh, double or nothing uh, review. This is unedited. No edits. It's no edits. Just it is what it no is. No production. We're yeah, live. Pal. And um, <laughs> I, I do have a correction. Uh, that I, I said something in that that podcast that needs to be corrected. I made the comment that if you purchase if you purchase something, you should get what you buy. Of course, that's what it should be. But in pro wrestling, there's four words that always make my statement true, even though it potentially could happen. Joe, card subject to change, and that wasn't even rehearsed. So. Uh, Kevin's here, Joe's here, Brian can go fuck himself, and let's find out what we are wearing. What are you wearing? What are you wearing? What are you wearing today, today? What are you wearing? What are you wearing? What are you wearing today? So I went to AEW Dynamite this week at the LA Forum, and if you go to Dynamite, they always have like a city-specific shirt and uh, I picked up the AEW logo T in Lakers colors, purple and gold. Uh, Joe, I know you're going, and Brian, in a couple weeks, unless something you know magically comes up again and he can't go to Dynamite with you. So you'll probably have an option to pick up a red and white, like a Red Wings color. Uh, I, uh, I, and shirt. I do, and I do have uh, Brian does owe me a shirt from the WrestleMania okay. trivia. So hey, that could be the one I get. Oh, but. Everything's card subject to change with that guy. So whatever. Uh, what are you? Uh, what are you wearing this week? Well, I'm wearing in honor of the 33rd anniversary, June second, 1989, summer movie Magic. No holds barred was released in theaters. Gave us the term "Battle of the Tough Guys." Zeus and always remember Jockass. The rip them shirt. <laughs> Man, that movie's terrible, but in such a good way. So I am honoring on June 2nd, rip. 1989. Rip. What, what was Rip's last name? Taylor? It was just was rip. It Taylor? It was just Rip. Oh, just Rip. No last name. It was name. just, he was like, just like, Rip like thinks Madonna. you're weak. Rip doesn't think you deserve to breathe. Like Cher. Cool. Yeah. Rip um, is awful. <laughs> Kevin, what do you got? I uh, I think I wore this like a month ago. Uh, I, I'm I'm wearing it again. We're gonna get to it in a little bit. MJF, the past, future, and or past, present, and future of professional wrestling. Uh, 
man, I'm ready. I'm ready to talk about that promo <laughs> already. I, I've watched it like 10 times. Oh my gosh. I goosebumps every time. Uh, I want to know what it was like live. I have a million questions for you. Uh, kind All of right. well, uh, but, but I, I was looking through my shirts and I was like, yep, I gotta, I gotta go anti J. Come never- on, Kevin. You didn't look that hard. I knew what you were going to, we all knew what you were going to wear this week. Come on. Come on. So um, we're not going to talk about double or nothing. If you want to hear what I thought about it, go into the archives, check out my reaction review video slash podcast. It's on our YouTube channel. Uh, Just search that wrestling podcast or in the podcast feed. So CM Punk is the new AEW champion and nobody gives a shit today. MJF stole the show at Dynamite. I was there. Not sure if you heard that or not. Uh, you know who wasn't there? Brian, much like he's not here this week. Um, we'll start with you, Joe. Did yeah. You didn't watch it live. I know that. But you also stayed away from spoilers, right? Yes. I was uh, I was about 30 minutes behind. It was a late day at work, end of the year stuff. So I started around like 840. So... I watched it and I kept getting, I was avoiding your text messages the whole right. time. Cause I knew something was going to happen, especially said MJF is next. And it's, it's definitely a work, but he was right. He's the only one there that makes them feel that was like the main thing I got from there. The main idea that the theme was he's the only one on the entire roster who actually makes you feel something. It's not just spots. It's an emotion. So bravo to him. The whole thing was amazing. Kevin? Uh, I, I want to say everything like Joe just said word for word because everything you just said, every chant, every clap, every boo, every cheer, goosebumps during that whole day. I'm get, I wish you guys could see it right now. I'm, I'm getting goosebumps. You can kind of see my hair. Like just even thinking about that, that eight minutes. How long was it? Eight, nine minutes? Fantastic. Seven seven minutes on TV, but if you find the unedited version on YouTube, it's 8-11 because um, after they went dark, um, CM Punk hobbled out. Like, mm-hmm. and it was in it, it wasn't like a run. Like he had no sock or boot on his right leg, but his kick pad was still on. Um, and he was kind of hobbly and wobbly. And he was like, well, it was kind of one of the, it looked like it was like, what are you doing, man? Like, why the fuck are you doing this? Now, obviously, it's a work. Yeah. Oh, period. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I don't care because it got me interested. Sitting in that arena, I had no idea what I was seeing, honestly. Um, <laughs> there was that shot of MJF where he was looking at the camera in the corner. Well, I was behind it. Uh, I knew where I was, but I wasn't wearing anything crazy like to stand out. I, I left my like neon hunting jacket at home. But sitting in the arena, I was just like, holy shit. And much like what you guys said, everything you said was true. At the beginning of that promo, those fucking idiot crowd fans were chanting, shut the fuck up. And then at the mm-hmm. end, they were yeah. chanting his name. I wasn't chanting, shut the fuck up. Cause I'm not a stupid Mark idiot fan. Like a lot of that crowd was last night. Here's the and thing. he called out for that was the best. Yes. He had yeah. Everything oh. he said, everything. everything he said was true. And you know, I want to buy a Burberry scarf. Now I, I literally texted my wife. I'm like, I want a Burberry Burberry scarf. 
And then some, uh, some of my at- students have the Burberry mask that they wear in school. And I'm like, all I'm thinking is MJF. What I know is, they're is not he, thinking it, but I am. Is that like a, a, a pattern Burberry? It's I a designer it's brand. Yeah, it's design. It's, it's from one, that color? It's from, no, well, no, I found out. So um, my wife's like, okay. It's all she wrote back. Um, not understanding where the hell that came from. Uh, and then I went on Burberry's website today. Was they have many different colors of that pattern. Also, a $450 price tag. Yeah. So, <laughs> which people, um, several people in the front row, I don't know. Oh, if they, those idiots. No, 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 no. They couldn't afford a Burberry scarf. <laughs> they bought the mock one off Pro Wrestling Tees. Furbe- so, Furberry. Furberry. Uh, but I, I'm not like one of those. So, if I do this, I'm buying the real thing. But what's cool, they have like, Socks and short sets and backpacks and things that are in the thousands of dollars, like a thousand dollar backpack with that design. And it's awesome. And I love backpacks a lot. I have a lot of them, but I may buy the scarf, but uh, anyway, besides that, that's besides the point. So, you know, I got home last night or Friday, Wednesday night, and I watched it on DVR. And of course, like I said, they cut it after he called Tony a fucking Mark. And when it happened in the arena, I was like, oh, my God, please let that make air. (laughs) Sensors were ready, obviously, when he told the guy. So when he said, don't count me down, there was a PA ringside doing like the 10, 9, 8. And that's when he said, don't count me down, you piece of shit. Obviously, that was the cue that the F-bombs were coming so that the sensors would be red. Um, look, there are so many layers to this. One, it was said two weeks ago that when the LA trip happened, a lot of Warner HBO discovery execs were going to be in the crowd. How do you get your product to stay when there is a big merger? Wrestling usually goes by the wayside. We found that out with WCW. How do you do that? You do something on your show that makes these execs that may or may not know about wrestling say, wait, was that supposed to happen? That's the first layer. Another layer I found out when I got home and watched it on TV. After they came back from commercial, no mention, nothing. Third layer. Today, MJF is taken off the website on the roster page. All of his merch is removed. Gonzo. And finally, the last layer to this whole ordeal. Two ex-WWE guys were up next. Miro made his return against Johnny Elite. Now, that is some very... I mean, like I said, I... Between watching it last night, looking at Twitter today, and just seeing all these different things. I don't know where this is going next, Kevin, or uh, we'll go with you, Joe. Where do you think this is going to go next? Well, I think your layers were great, except for the last one, because no matter who was next, it was always going to be two ex-WWE guys were next. (laughs) So you you had me until there. It's like, oh, coincidence, you got two ex-WWE guys. You're always going to have that. Where this is the reverse summer of punk because it's going to be the summer of MJF. 
that's where this is. We already said they've been playing the, this is where I'm predicting it. And it doesn't mean I'm right, obviously, but we've already said CM Punk is like the John Cena of AEW. Who's going to be the CM Punk of AEW? It's MJF. It's building towards that. CM Punk is not going to turn heel. We want him to. It's not going to happen. CM Punk is going to be, I am grateful to be here. Hustle, loyalty, respect, Pepsi Cola. But (laughs) MJF is going to leave for a little bit like CM Punk did. They're recreating it. He gave the pipe bomb last night. Now it's going to be he quit, but he really didn't. In a couple weeks, we're going to be hearing him coming back, and they're going to have a face-off going into whatever, like, uh, all, all out. It's gonna, be an all, it's gonna be an all summer thing. And then with F, FTR next to CM Punk. I'm glad. Uh, and this is no disrespect to Wardlow. Kudos to him. Uh, I found the match online. I did not watch it live. Uh, the pay-per-view because I was I was in a cab. That's another reason why we're not talking about the pay-per-view. Yep. Pay-per-view because these two guys didn't even watch. But but I this was is asleep. the thing. This is the thing. I did see the match, and it was perfect because it kind of I was going to say the leash on between those guys was broken, but it made Wardlow a star. He came out yesterday, which was fine. He should have came out looking like a million bucks. I don't know who he wrestled. It was uh, the squad. It was very, it was JD Drake. Yeah. It was was just a little bit odd. That's how it was supposed to be. Especially it was a, he was a bigger guy instead of the smaller local talent. Oh, it was just, it was kind of, it was, it was a dud. It kind of, it didn't do him any justice. But in defeat, skyrocket, MJF, boom. Like, I think uh, uh, Joe mentioned, like, the summer of punk, right, with with MJF. With those execs in the crowd, I have to imagine they turned and were like, he's talking about you? Tony, he's talking about you. (laughs) the, The blurred lines, like, I... I'm so excited. And it came at a perfect time because on Wednesdays I'm dual, you know, dual watching. I usually watch AEW one hour late because survivors on, uh, but that's, I was live for the first time in a while. And I was glued to that TV two hours. And it was a fantastic dynamite from start to finish. I thought, I thought it was, I thought it was a great dynamite, but all I can think about little, little thing here, Chris Jericho, little thing here, return of Miro is MJF. He goes away for a couple weeks. Sweet. Let him pop up somewhere. Is he going to go after the belt? Who knows? Who's he going to go after? There's so many factions. Doesn't need anything like that. And that's the exciting part. But we're all going to wonder, when is he going to pop up? It cannot be well, next week. There's no way. No, no I way. think he's he should go away for a little bit. And then whether he shows up on the Indies or wherever, it doesn't matter. And they could say, you breached your contract. You're suspended. You know, you went to MLW. You, you know, we don't have a working agreement, blah, blah, blah. Um, I feel like this is also potentially going the way of Austin McMahon. However, Tony Khan, awkward as fuck on the microphone. He came out. Before the show started last night. Oh, geez. And said something like, love, yeah, LA, and then walked away. And I'm like, I, I, there were people sitting behind me. I'm like, he is the most awkward person ever. So obviously, he can't be the Vince McMahon type on camera. And I don't think we'll ever see Tony. I don't want to say that. Joe, your, your thing is you can never say 100%. I don't think we'll ever see Tony Khan in the ring, but 
you know, we love know how he loves his wrestling figure collection. Maybe he does end up getting in for a match. But what I think realistically, if it's going to be Austin McMahon and Jace, Tony Khan will just keep having the ex-WWE guys fight his battle, which then sets a whole nother thing into spiral because with all the original AEW guys, you know, a friend wrestling, I think is what MJF called it. (laughs) And uh, uh, it was, you know, I, I, again, you know, my notebook, lots of notes of, of things about how this could go. Um, You know, whether it is the summer of punk, whether it is the John Cena punk rivalry redone, which punk has been recreating, you know, all the Bret Hart karaoke stuff. Who's to say it doesn't go down that route, like Joe said, and uh, whether it's Austin McMahon, I don't know. But overall, this whole situation last night uh, got me to care. <clears throat> I'd love, I mean, you guys know, I, I'm a WWE guy and I like AEW, but I had kind of lost interest in, in, a, in a while. But now I'm back and the feel in the arena was different. Uh it felt like a big indie show mm-hmm. big is in the sense of where it was. I mean, WWE just feels big overall. Um, granted the last WWE event I went to was WrestleMania. So there's a couple house shows coming up later in the summer uh, that we'll see You know, if I feel the same way, like WWE is this big monster. If AEW is like the, the small indie, I joked and I called it a indie W uh, to somebody. Mm-hmm. And then they thought that was kind of funny, but uh, Kevin, I know you said you had a lot of questions about yeah. the show. What do yeah. you, you know, well, Joe, if you have was, anything too? You hit it right off the bat. My, my first question I was going to ask, how's the atmosphere? Because fans look like they were going crazy at certain points. And then it was like, kind of like stale at times, like a weird, awkward, let's show Vince Vaughn right now. Let's show Macaulay Calkin through two people's shoulders. Hey, there you are. Like, but, but the atmosphere looked very cool. The venue looked very cool. Uh, like, from your perspective, because you it looked like you had great seats from the photos that you were sending us. Like, of course, the people you were around were they, you know, respectful? Sometimes people can be assholes. No, uh, you know what? Events. That's a, that's that's the thing about AEW. <clears throat> there were really no assholes, uh, which is great. Uh, when I bought my seat, I made sure at the time to buy a seat where nobody was sitting right next to me. And I lucked out because nobody came in those two seats next to me, which was awesome. Now, I'm a guy that always has to sit on the end. I'm an aisle guy. Now, granted, that means when people get up, I have to get up. So there was these three idiots in my row that, you know, kept getting up and, you know, whatever it was, what it was. But, you know, I got there around 3.30 local time. Uh, the dark matches started at four and dynamite started at five. Now the forum, when they have big events, they usually have a merch tent or merch trailer in the parking lot, which is cool. Like if you want to go buy stuff, you don't have to take it in, carry it around. You just take it back to your car. Uh, that trailer basically had a lot of uh, figures, autographed figures, uh, just regular figures and uh, to the like. Now they had like the stickers and, and some of the t-shirts, but not all. So if you go into the forum, like in the concourse, they have small merch areas, but the lines are just fucking like almost all the way around the arena. It's a joke. So I go find my seat and I'm like, I want to get that purple shirt. 
and I didn't want to wait in line in the concourse, but they also had a merch tent, like because they the uh, the forum has an outdoor concourse as well, so you can walk around the outside. You know, you get your ticket scan, go around the outside, or go inside. Uh, so they had a booth set up outside, and I got in line, and that line took maybe ten minutes. I mean, I mean, I definitely. The other line probably took an hour, like the inside line. Uh, but I went in, you know, 10 minutes, you know, they, I mean, $40 a shirt, man. They, they're just making people grab ankles, man. If you have like a family of four, holy shit. So uh, overall, great experience as far as atmosphere. Um, the people, like I said, no, no real assholes, no, you know, trying to take over the show chance. People in my section, there was just, you know, I think every wrestling show, something happens and you hear some idiot, by God, that man has a family. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. Shut well, up. Well, speaking of speaking of that, like, did did JR get like cheered when he when he, he got did. introduced out? Of course he did. Who got Couldn't the wear a fucking outfit. sport jacket? You know, <laughs> fucking sketchers on. Fuck. Um, I'm saying fuck a lot. Sorry. The entrance looked cool. Them. Updated entrance. Yeah, because cool. it was more flat. You know, yeah. it wasn't like an elevated stage. I mean, it was mm -hmm. there and then y it was flat. Mm -hmm. And then there was like a little, just a little ramp. So um, the, I mean, I wish Brian was here, but unfortunately, you know, he had a work thing, um, mm -hmm. you know, but there was a lot of just, you know, there's fire and there's smoke and lighting and just staging. And uh, I was right there, you know, so I got to see all the, you know, when they would come out through the back and, uh, overall, though, like I said, the atmosphere uh, was great, and you know, uh, AEW, the you know, a lot of snarky fans, but no issues to my knowledge. I mean, but it was at four o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, if this was a seven o'clock show, who knows? Who knows? So a lot of people weren't drinking those uh, special AEW themed alcoholic beverages, except for the CM, CM Punk. Punk. <laughs> Pepsi on ice, which if is actually you, twice as much as the normal cup of Pepsi you can get in those. The uh, they had drinks. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, based off of AEW talent, let me pull up the uh, photo. I and it peaked in 2014. Oh, wow. Okay, so the CM Punk was straight up Pepsi on the rocks. Scorpio Sky was. Uh, something gin, strawberry gin and tonic. I can't read that. Indigo, uh, strawberry gin and tonic. The Thunder Rita, Casamigos Blanco Margarita, the Jade Cargill overrated. Uh, that's vodka, OJ, and Luke Caraco. <laughs> oh, you said wow to mine. <laughs> Curacao, Curacao, I don't know. And then the Jurassic Express, Jack Daniels, and Pepsi Saurus. So very cool, very it's fun. Cool. Um, but I just had a diet Pepsi. They, that wasn't a, you know, on the WrestleLearn menu. We got a thus on plate. No, no. Um, I was very when they announced the main event. I'm like, this sucks. Holy hell, Daniel but Garcia and John Moxley was awesome live. That was I awesome. How, I don't know how it played on TV, but man, it was good. Yeah, I, I oh, thought it played, gonna, it played I thought, great on TV. I thought Garcia was gonna die. At certain points, like he's so little and his body kept on bending. It was, I thought the, Moxley the whole, was going to run out of blood at one point, too. 
gosh. And the montage where they just kept on like flipping over in another submission. I'm just like, holy moly. Like there's a point where we saw so much Daniel Garcia week after week after week, but like every match he has is damn good. That's the thing. Yeah. It's like everyone. Surprising. Like I said, I, for a main event in LA, you know, Scorpio Sky wasn't even on the show. He's an LA guy, you know, where they filmed dark and Kazarian had a match, uh, a death triangle had a match. I, I got a really good photo of them that's posted on our Facebook page for the show at that wrestle pod. Um, it was a lot. It was a lot to take in, <laughs> in a very quick three hours, you know, um, they, they said the Tony storm, Ruby Soho, Britt Baker, Jamie Hader match. Didn't really do anything for me that like 55 man tag match with Darby and drafts. Oh, this is what I wanted to talk about. After that match, they're walking back. The good guys are walking back to the, up the ramp. And uh, Christian was carrying the tag belts for Jurassic Express. He's their fucking caddy. Marco didn't even have to do that shit. This guy is an all-time great. And you got him carrying the fucking belts. Come on. I'm not even a big Christian fan. Man. But he is now I'm Christian call him Virgil. <laughs> um, Wardlow had a great reaction. You know, like I said, I'm I'm pretty high up on Wardlow now. I mean, he's he's a Cleveland guy, but he he worked at the Pittsburgh Indy I used to go to all the time. Him and Britt Baker both came from the uh, IWC International Wrestling Cartel, so it's very cool to see those guys get in the love and that 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 merch trailer I was telling you about, Kevin. I almost bought a Wardlow autographed figure, but I didn't feel like well, hundred bucks. Line, so. so much. Yeah, it was about a hundred bucks. Like there's a big fan fest this weekend and Britt Baker's gonna be there. And I was gonna take some stuff, but I don't want to have to drive to the airport, Marriott or Sheraton or wherever the hell the fest is, and dealing with the people and they had a Britt Baker figure too, but I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. Don't let me uh, ask you this. How long do you think Britt and Adam will carry their belts? Yeah, I was. I don't like that. <laughs> little odd. I thought it was because because you can't defend them. Yeah, I thought it's, it's a, a tournament. It's this, like having the Andre the Giant Battle Royal trophy, and they're carrying championship uh, titles for a non-championship. They won a tournament to mem like you know memorialize Owen Hart finally. But why have it like? That makes as much sense as having the TNT champion on TBS every week. And the TBS champ on TNT. Yeah, you've already said that numerous times, so I just thought I'd throw that in there. I wanted to mention that. I'm like, what was the reaction of like them having belts? And did you pop or did you cringe when Regal said blood and guts oh, a la war games? Because <laughs> I called it. <laughs> that that would happen. I'm not going to lie. I missed that when it happened. I, I don't know if I was checking email or something, but I missed that. I haven't. I haven't watched the whole show yet on TV, so I do plan to go back to that. But look, Blood and Guts is going to be cool. You guys are going to be there if no, Brian decides to show up. Um, well, he has the tickets. I'm not. I'm jealous. Uh, no. no, Brian has the tickets. So if he decides to no show, then I'm just going to be sitting there going, hey, let me in. Well, they always say the arena sold out. It wasn't sold out last night. I mean, it was close, but not really. Um, 
I, I missed that. Uh, the, the Jade Cargill nonsense on the ramp. Yeah, they could have got rid of that too. Uh, they should have had Athena join Jade and the baddies with yeah. publicist Stokely Hathaway. Come on, get the fuck out of here. Actually, I, just, I just felt bad for everything that had to follow the promo. But yeah. then people finally got up for uh, Moxley so and Garcia. I think everything in between there was kind of like, eh. And then when Regal said, blood and guts, I went, ugh. Why? Why do you have to continually recreate NXT? Because Tony Khan's not funny. original. I thought it was. I thought it was funny. And it makes you go. But I thought it was stupid. And I'm like, Regal, you're better than this because you know that they're just saying they're using you to announce that because it's a rip off of War Games anyway. Point, I'm yes. excited that I'm excited that it's happening at the show I'm going to, but unless Brian decides to has a work thing <laughs> on a Wednesday. Well, people do work on Wednesdays. I'm not going to, but people do work on Wednesdays. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Warriors at six, Brian. Uh, anything else about the show, Kevin? Anything Joe? after? Anything after? Yes. Uh, like a match or anything? Dark match. Uh, what did it? Not what did dark. it end on TV? And it was that it when when Jericho and Eddie came. It was like a, a brawl at the end. Yeah. Yeah. So Jericho and his guy went away and Moxley was like just laying there and Eddie's just kind of like waiting. Like it was one of those things where he's like, okay, Mox, get up. So uh, they, they get up and then you could tell Eddie's like waiting for something. And he, he goes and gets the microphone now, Justin Roberts was in an all-white suit. Yeah. Yes. And they kept daring him, like, like, why don't you get in the ring? And Mox is covered in blood. So, like, Robert's like, no, no, no. So they give him the mic, and then Eddie goes, okay, play Wild Thing now. And then they played Eddie's music. <laughs> He's like, what the hell? And then they turn it off, and there was just silence. And he's like... And then he puts the mic up to talk. They play Wild Thing. <laughs> it was like, yeah. I mean, it, it was very back and forth. And then they like, you know, they did like a pose thing where Eddie was like, yeah, let's do this. And Mox is like, no. Nah. And he's like, come on, let's do this. Like, it, very just fun stuff. Like, I would love to see those guys in a reality show. I mean, because I think they're real friends. Uh, that, that definitely comes out on on camera but that was the extent of you know post show you know normally it's been punk it's been eddie uh, i think regal did some stuff recently but i'll take it you know with I, dan housen oh yeah 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 no the, dan the, the painted up waif uh cursed him right right so uh joe i know you and brian might be going to the detroit show it'll <laughs> be a great right. time <laughs> Uh, and if you are for people who are guaranteed to go, AEW is coming to your town. Go, go, go check it out. It is a lot of fun. And yeah, I was on the fence. I'm, I am a proud card carrying member of the AEW galaxy now. So but you've, but you've been to an AEW show. We went to revolution together. So like why <sighs> yeah. is it because the products gotten kind of, eh? I, I think I was just having issues with the product, but being there live and, I think that it just opened my eyes a little bit that, you know, for whatever, I mean, Christ, I went to 
Dynamite on the Jericho cruise, you know, two years ago. So like, yeah, it's not like though. I have that's, that's a special occasion. But, you know, on that one, Paige and Omega won the tag belts. You know, it was a very cool experience. But, uh, you know, it, it, like I said, I, I think I had just lost touch with the product. I just lost interest. And, you know, the Sidemore guys movement, ex-WWE nonsense, you know, Bret Hart karaoke. I just wasn't feeling it. But, you know, I'm uh, – I'm pretty pumped to see what happens next. I'm hoping Chris Jericho gets his head shaved. I think that could be he's, fun. He's totally going to. I, yeah. That's obviously the plan because that's the only time you do a hair match is when someone's definitely going to cut their hair. As long as he doesn't pull what Kevin Nash did to him, if you remember that. Do you remember when it was Jericho versus Nash, the hair versus hair match on Raw? No. Okay, I remember. And because Jericho mentioned this in his book. Nash was had to cut his hair for his role in the Punisher because he was playing like Ivan the Russian. I'm the only person that loved the pun. I loved that movie. Right. Loved it. Well, he also had to have bleach blonde hair. So Nash came to the ring with long, two super bleach blonde hair when he wasn't beat that bleach blonde before. So Jericho was ticked because he's like, it's a guarantee now you know who's going to lose and it takes away this special moment of there. So I think that it's pretty much setting up for that. So back to uh, me knowing about Jericho with his books, but I, yeah, he's definitely getting his haircut. Nerd, I read. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I'm I'm looking forward to that. Did they say on TV when that match was going to happen? It's going to happen at the... uh, in July at the bash at the beach. Oh, oh, that's bullshit. Yeah. It's happening in July. It's happening after blood and guts. It's going to happen in mid July at the bash at the beach. And then battle of the belts is coming back, but it's going to be in grand rapids in August. Oh, you rampage. You guys should go for the sake of this podcast, but Brian will miss it. Cause then he'll have some sort of grand rapids is exactly close to us. I don't care. Do it. I went to the fucking Bahamas for a, Oh, I'm, you poor I'm baby! Reaching, I'm you, I went. To, I had to go to the Bahamas uh, for for dynamite for a I'm, podcast. You know what? I'm actually two years away. I'm actually <laughs> ticked at you for last night because when you sent us that text message going, "Oh, Twippy moment of the year, Cody." It was or, Brian. Whatever. It was Brian. It was Brian who did, but it made me mad at you because I went. Jason was at both. You were live in person for Cody's WrestleMania return. And the yeah. promo. So the two biggest live things that happened in wrestling, you so had one in Texas, one in California, and you just happened to be at both of them. You jerk. And I'm going to Saturday night's main event next month in Sacramento, which is just another name for a live show. Yeah, Not exactly. Like, uh, I, I don't think anything's going to happen there, but hopefully with your hot streak, SummerSlam, something will happen. SummerSlam. Ooh. Bring that hot streak to SummerSlam so we can be a part of it. So let's then, see, what can we predict? Okay, so let's predict what big moment, Twippy-worthy moment could happen at mm. SummerSlam. All right, let's go. Who wants to go first? Randy Orton breaks the record for title wins when he beats Roman? Question mark. Um, that is going to happen at SummerSlam, yeah. But Randy Orton, no, it won't be Randy Orton because he's only at 14. John Cena returns and beats Roman Reigns at SummerSlam in the big, highly anticipated rematch from last year's SummerSlam that Kevin and I got to go to. That could be one. Okay, so that's you your You spit prediction. that out pretty good. 
I'm on some very high energy drinks right now. So <laughs> is it the Skittles flavored? Uh, that was round one. Now I'm on a, a C4 strawberry watermelon ice. Um, I have my banana grape body armor Kobe edition in the fridge. And I just ordered on Amazon the uh, ghost energy drink, Swedish fish flavored. So that'll be cool. been pretty hopped up on energy drinks. So here's my prediction for SummerSlam. This is like way off. Like I'm giving it a 0.001% chance of happening. It would be that the MJF thing is not Austin McMahon. It's not Summer Punk. It's Pillman getting fired just so he could sign with the other one. And he cost Cody his match. Cody, MJF, stare down to end SummerSlam. Yeah, that, if that happened. Happen. I would wear a diaper because I would shit myself. If that happens, I'm going to punch Joe in the face. Well, then I'll, I'll be... shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'll take the punch in the face. Could you get my nose so it breaks <laughs> to smell Kevin on the way back? <laughs> I would shit because myself. He's, he's uh, well, it's this has duty. been a very. Well, uh, what's oh, Kevin's no, Kevin, prediction? Kevin, Kevin yeah, you need to predict something stupid. Um, well, they did just announce Ric Flair is getting a two-hour documentary. Uh, WWE of unreleased footage. Uh, not I have insider information on that after really? we're done recording. Oh, yeah. at, at, after uh, dark. Something, something with uh, he'll just show up somehow. That's not that's, that's not a, big. Nah, and he'll that's... he'll get punched uh, also by Jason when MJF. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, Kevin is still. Uh, I think I, I I'll give a real prediction, maybe, because uh, they already said what Randy versus. Uh, they didn't say anything. No, they didn't say anything. Randy's still injured. Yes. This is all speculation. Oh, already, I thought they already said. Oh, oh, oh. I said um, Cody beats Roman. Wow, it's exciting, Kevin. Outside Nissan Stadium by the punch of Jason in the face of Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Again, aim for the nose uh, so I don't whatever. have to smell. Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, that I didn't even think about that, that I was at both of those big events. So uh, curious to see what will be next. If, and then if, you know, maybe something, I'll, I'll go to something later in the fall, winter, and then, some, you know, something big happens there, and I'm at all four nominees um, I guess that means I'm the only vote that would matter because I would see it live. Um, one other, well, this has been a very AEW heavy show. Worth it. But I wanted to talk about something that's been popping up on uh, Twitter this week about uh, a potential free agent that could end up in AEW. But I think that he will end up back in wwe and that would be one bray wyatt um his his return is eminent uh he's been posting some weird photos that if you look very close there's a fiend head in the mosquito uh in the mosquito's head uh his coach on the original nxt was cody rhodes he has issues with seth rollins could we see Bray Wyatt return at Hell in a Cell? Kevin? Ooh, okay. I, I'll, I'll say this. Hell in a Cell, it, it looks average, right? It's either, I think it's really, really good matches or it's matches that 
Well, I just came off the Sunday stunner. So it's very adjacent to a lot of the matches that I saw during that house show event. I think it would give a talking moment because right now, everything we just talked about AEW and MJF for a half hour, right? That yeah. would get a lot of talking on WWE. I think if they were maybe waiting for SummerSlam for his return, if he does go back to WWE, I think somehow get him right in that hell in the cell. I didn't even think of the hell in the cell. I think that's great. I think that would he be- He could crawl out from underneath. Something. Again? That would be awesome. And then it would get talking on the E, and then you get both huge talking at the same time. It would be a great, great time to be a fan. I want Joe, it. Joe, if, if Bray returns to WWE, is that bigger than this MJF story? No. No, it's not At bigger. It's, no, it's not bigger. The MJF story is bigger because it's, uh, it's like what MJF said. It makes you feel. This is going to be, oh, he's back. That's awesome. Good for him. I'm glad he took a break. I'm glad they figured it uh, out. But it's, Joe, not, it's not bigger. I forgot who I was talking to, but Joe Negative. I think that's that not negative. A it's a big deal. story, but it's not that big. It'll be huge. Depending on the presentation, it'll mm-hmm. be awesome. Now, look, if he just pops to the bottom, yeah, of course, that ain't that great. But if I mean, if they do a big production, to uh, I I think this could be a huge story. If they'll Ray do Walker it right, returns. but is Hell in the Cell as big of a big deal? I mean, when we we said the same thing. Oh, Cody coming back, it's kind of like making it like diluted. But then he came back at WrestleMania, and that made it a big deal. This is a the only thing that's going to make this bigger is the fact that it's in Chicago, and Chicago always has big moments and the crowd would be into it more so oh, i was in even, chicago it is no. in chicago oh it yeah is. it is yeah. that's why ali's gonna lose because you always lose <laughs> championship matches in your hometown booker t never won in houston <laughs> is it a, a united center must be i don't know probably okay. yeah uh, I, I feel like it could it could open up to the uh expect the unexpected because it's not a big yeah. four it's a, it's a what premium live event uh yeah. style and it's awesome. only one match that's hell in the cell, which is good. Yeah, at which least they good. didn't do like three or four. Yeah, um, and it's the, the only match, one that needs to be in one. We're not going to do a big hell in a cell preview because mm-hmm. it's not that great. I just hope that somehow through the magic of technology, Elias makes a return. <laughs> Via uh, Tupac's uh, hologram? Oh uh, no, not even that. Like. You know, the match is going on, and all of a sudden you hear the guitar. Yes. Hello, my name is Elias. Whether it's on the screen or just audio, yeah. or if they have a guy that looks like Elias, like come out on stage. Uh, I want that in the worst way, just so that Kevin Owens will like officially lose his mind. Um the the Seth Cody match is pretty much the only thing I'm really really looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, we're not going to do no we're not going to do a big you know mm-hmm. preview like we normally do for big reviews. But um, and I think NXT has something on Saturday again. Haven't watched much wrestling this week other than what I went to. So um, if there is, uh, that's on Peacock on Saturday, I believe. Yeah, and this is the end of Roman's uh, pay per view streak. Well, technically, well, as of now, it is. We don't know. Things could change on Friday. Tonight Card on subject to change. Card subject to change. Like Brian, no showing his idea for a pay per view reaction pod and a show that he is the host of. Just, yeah, 
I got a, I got a work thing. Um, if you're listening, it's every time I've said work thing, it's a finger quotes. If you're uh, watching this on YouTube, you see me do it work thing. Uh, because, you know, as we record on Thursdays, Brian's favorite team, the Boston Celtics, are playing in the NBA Finals. Warriors are going to win in six, Brian. So fuck you for not being here tonight. Um, go Draymond. Go green, <laughs> go white. Yeah, we got the Warriors. We're oh, yeah, the Warriors, right. too. We got the Spartans. Guy. Yeah, so, Brian, that you not showed on your show tonight. All the other people on the show think your team's going to lose. So fuck off. And he could have brought uh, – uh, could have made it fun. He could have brought uh, bring your kid to uh, work day. <laughs> tonight for a little bit oh uh, yeah i mean brett last week was uh quite the quite the uh conversation starter at least at my house uh, i showed the video uh kevin we talked before uh we started recording how did he did you show it to him did he understand yeah, what's uh, happening well we originally listened at the beginning and then yes. brian's like Hey, did you, did you see it? Is that okay? And I'm like, I have not seen the video. I'm like internet like issues on and off. Cause we were literally in a cabin in the middle of nowhere. And then we got it connected. And I was like, you didn't even have to ask, man. I'm like, that's amazing. It was like, it was like right well, when, when it comes Hi, to grandma, kids, we don't like, want to, we, we don't want to post sure. random. We want to make sure yeah. it's okay. But oh, for sure. Um, and uh, I thought he loved it. And, and just like him two minutes, three minutes into something, he just starts wanting to show off. I guess that from his dad. Uh, but the fact where it was just like, my dad does. <laughs> when you asked him if he wanted to be a wrestler, next yeah. five hours, dad, are you going to be a wrestler? Dad, are you going to be a wrestler? I'm like, no. And then you threw him into the woods and be like, fuck yeah, I'm a wrestler. <laughs> well, that's not a job. No, but no, it was fun. He loved it. Very cool. Did you show like your parents or grandparents? Did they get oh yeah, my my uh, mother in law actually even commented on the 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 Facebook post. So proud, proud grandma. Yeah, I mean that I had to do some surgery on that video editing. Oh, there uh, there was a lot. <laughs> Brett was running in and out, <laughs> slamming doors, forgetting to close doors. <laughs> uh, your wife popped in for a minute and was like, "Oh my god, Brett's in there." So whether. <laughs> you can go uh, of course see uh, kevin's son brett on uh our youtube channel just search that wrestling podcast or uh the the individual brett video is on our social media at that wrestle pod you can always go to our whatamaneuver.net store pick up a shirt help support the podcast we are independent we don't have any backers uh so everything you do could help go uh rate review share subscribe leave comments all that stuff helps too uh, Brian, fuck you for not being here. Uh, for Kevin, for Joe, I am Jason, and this has been That Wrestling Podcast. Thanks for listening. Follow That Wrestle Pod on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. One, two, three, that's it! <laughs>